Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Listen, <clears throat> as I clear my voice on you, you probably felt that one that was so bad. <laughs> you saw a rumble uh, tweak in and out. Did y'all notice that? That rumble went down and came back up. We're experiencing some difficulties uh, in the studio getting Darren in and getting a good connection. We're going to pivot for a moment, see if we can fix it. Uh, just so you understand, uh, as it was planned, you know, Darren uh, Beatty is the founder of Revolver News. You can go to Revolver News at revolver.news. Most people know him because he was an academic that came out in 2016 endorsing President Trump for the presidency. In fact, 136 academics did it. He ultimately uh, left his position at Duke for a while, being a professor at Duke, and became President Trump's speechwriter. So do you imagine what happens to academics when you come out and you support somebody the system doesn't support? You bet. That's called cancel culture and getting cancel culture. And what they did is they went all nuts. CNN did a cancel culture hit job on him. Head to toe, all out. And that's what eventually led to him founding Revolver News. Revolver News is a news aggregator. People ask all the time, if you were going to look at one site to try to find out what's going on, where would you go? One of those sites, probably the most proficient site at it, as everybody claims, because Revolver News is a huge hit, is to go to Revolver News. It's a news aggregator. You're going to find exclusive stories there where I'm going to say that if you take uh, Darren's insight, one of the quotes he's known as saying is, you know, we all say this, do journalists even care anymore? Do they understand that they're killing our country? Right? Do they understand that they're killing our country? Do they even care that they're killing our country? By the way, folks, I want to thank you for joining me. I record every day at 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week. I say it in Central Standard Time, so you can remember. It's really easy, 777. But we've all asked ourselves these questions. Does the news even care anymore? And Revolver and Darren is one of these that actually cares. He's, his quote is, basically a journalist who gives a fuck. So hang tight as we get going. Hope we'll fix this patch up. Other than that, we still have a lot to talk about. Be right back. Let's go. Let's get started. Here we go. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, 
Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer. Thank you for joining me for Cut the Crap. Now, CRAP is only an acronym for culture, race, and American politics. When we mix up this culture stuff and race stuff with American politicians, they tend to try to bend it to their will against us. They weaponize it against us. In fact, I wholeheartedly believe We are in a massive war right now. I think you feel it. I think you know it, right? I mean, you truly know it inside that something is totally going wrong with our nation. It's a fight over information. It's actually too costly to execute a war that... Well, should we say where you're sending out teams and soldiers and tanks and airplanes and bombs, some of these bombs and stuff, several million dollars a piece, 30, 40 million dollars a piece. You have to realize one of the cheapest wars going on is the information war. And so for us being in the middle of World War III, which is exactly what we're in the middle of right now, it is all about information. You and I have many times pondered about, can't these journalists or the mainstream media, don't they recognize they're destroying America? Don't they recognize when they call you a conservative and say that you are a domestic terrorist, and they keep on propagating that, don't they understand that they are destroying the fiber of the United States of America, that they're actually taking what I truly believe to be 80% of the population, Americans who care about their country, and throwing them under the bus. That's one of the things that is wrong with our media and certainly wrong with social media is we have a tremendous amount of narcissistic people that do not care about America. Not the way that you and I care about America. They care about America in a way that they feel that their way is the only way. They feel that uh, anybody who doesn't have multiple degrees behind their name is, well, lesser than. They think that there's no way you can possibly understand what's good for America. You're just an average Joe Smo. For God's sake, you live in East Jesus Junction, Utah. What do you think you know? And it seems that as academia has turned out these so-called journalists, they went through that massive indoctrination program called our universities and stuff, and they turned out foot soldiers bent on destroying the United States of America. Now, at the same time, I don't know how they do it. I've I've tried to think about this. They've made being a Democrat cool and hip. And so many people, especially young people, think it's far more hip 
to be a Democrat, it means you're enlightened. It means you're sensitive. It means you care about people. You want the best for people. That you just want people to be themselves. What's very funny about that is as any of you begin to open your eyes and study this, you find out that that pitch, that sales job by the Democrat Party is a 100% myth. It's not about being better. It's not even about building back better. It's a molding program. And we'll call you hip. We'll promote that you're hip and cool. If you join our disciples and just basically speak the way we speak and do what we say. That is why mainstream media and the government, what they've used against us is marching out academics, actors, stars, sports figures that parrot their beliefs. And I think that's what's created this myth in young people's minds that if you're a Democrat, you're in the right place at the right time, and you're helping solve this. So you can imagine somebody like Darren J. Beatty, who founded Revolver News, the crisis that can occur in academia when you actually have somebody who is of an incredible IQ who actually gives a fuck about America, using his quotes, and doesn't care about being in the in crowd, only cares about, we have to take care of our nation. We have to be truthful about what's going on. We have to have meaningful dialogue about what's going on. So what's interesting about Darren and and his what led to his finding of you know founding of Revolver, which I suggest you go check it out. It's at revolver dot. Is here's a fellow with such a magnificent IQ and way with words that the left was so terrified of him and realized that he had a mentality that he just doesn't give a fuck about politics and the way that they want to weaponize it, but he cares more about the United States of America and sharing the truth that CNN actually undertook a focused hack job on him. Some of you may remember it, one of these uh, regular speaking engagements that academics do, uh, Darren was invited to it. Evidently, in this wide swath of academics that attend this conference, there were a few there that had total extremist views from a white nationalist standpoint. We're talking very extreme white nationalist views. So what the left did and what CNN did is they went on this campaign to stitch Darren into that fabric saying, well, he must be this. Now, what's ironic, when you look at these conferences, any university, right, they regularly have speakers that are Marxist or communist or hate America. You know it, I know it. But they never mention those, right? They never mention who they associate with. And so what happened, it created this knee-jerk reaction that, oh, my God, 
the President Trump's speechwriter is a white nationalist. And that's when all hell broke loose. So hopefully here in a minute, we'll be able to bring Darren to you. If not, we're going to talk about how America's going up in fire, not the fire you think. Have you noticed how much our food supply facilities have been going up in flames? 18 targeted attacks. Supposedly, I can't confirm it, we're going to talk about it, but supposedly it was tied to our own Department of Agriculture promoting it. This is a huge stink. We'll see where we go. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-America network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Jovan, HuttonPulitzer.Locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. We're back 
Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. This is a time in history, folks, where every one of us needs to finally become vocal and understand that we are in the middle of World War III and we have to tell our politicians to cut the crap. I think you can look around and understand that our great nation is under attack. One of the things that I've been watching closely, now, by the way, if you follow me like on Instagram, there's an interesting thing you know about me. I'm a gardener. I love gardening. Uh, One of the things I'm excited about this year is I have a new Asian bean. They call it a... Uh, Asian python bean. And the reason they call it that is if you were to look at it, it's green in color. It can have little orange specks. They say it tastes kind of like a zucchini and a green bean crossed. But it's one bean, one bean that will grow to a size of about three feet long and up to 30 pounds. Can you imagine a 30-pound green bean, right? It's considered uh, an heirloom, and most of you know that I literally uh, love heirlooms. That's old food that's kind of out of date. There's foot-long green beans. Don't mistake those. There's uh, Japanese foot-long green beans, string, you know, green, but they're foot-long, snake beans. This one's an anaconda bean. We're talking three feet long, right? About as, can get as big around as a softball and weigh about 30 pounds. Now, the reason I got interested in this is because I've been watching what's going on carefully about our food supply. I'm concerned that maybe some of this nefarious activity we've been seeing go on might not just be accidents, right? It might be planned. So as I watch this, one of the things I've always been in my life, I've always had food supply on hand. And I'll I'll tell you why, so it'll help you understand where I'm headed with this, because we're going to talk about what I don't believe are coincidences of what's going on with our food factories. But uh, back about the time of the Rodney King verdict, I happened to be in Los Angeles for a conference I was speaking at. When the conference was over, I was out in Santa Monica at the beach, and which was where the event was. My home was just uphill from uh, off Sunset from the Whiskey Agogo. If you know where the Whiskey Agogo is, just up the hill. And during the event, everyone heard that the Rodney King verdict had come down, and the verdict was not guilty. Now, from Santa Monica into L.A. from that standpoint, maybe at that time there was not really any traffic. You know, you can do it in 30 minutes. It's not really a big deal. So I'm coming in from the coastline, and I'm headed into sunset, coming that particular way. And we hear on the radio that riots had started to break out. Coincidentally, this is kind of the, you know, what, 30th year anniversary since that or whatever. I got home, I got up to the top of the hill, 
my home looked out over sunset, right? Looks, uh, looks down and you're looking out and you're looking out toward Wishful Boulevard. And when, when the matter of, uh, at that time, I could see that the city was on fire. Now I didn't, I didn't believe a city could fall that fast. So there's smoke and stuff everywhere. I see these fires going on. I run back in from the balcony to the television set. I turn on the television set. And that was exactly the time when several fellows pulled a fellow by the name of Reginald Dennehy out of his truck. He was a delivery driver. Pulled him on the ground, took a brick, and proceeded to smash his skull. Pretty serious damage. And I watched that on live TV. And I remember thinking to myself, holy shit, this is going to be bad. From that time of standing there gawking in shock, call it five minutes, and I got back out to the balcony and I look again, whether I'm looking right towards where I came from in Santa Monica in the ocean or left, now, as far as I can see, everything's on fire. Everything. It is just like a combat zone. You know how in... Vietnam War, one of those jets blows through and they drop those bombs that are just flame. That's what it looked like. And I realized, wow, we're in trouble. Now, in Los Angeles, some of the things that are rare in Los Angeles are things like food in your pantry, (laughs) food in your refrigerator. That's just not the way... It goes because in Los Angeles, you're kind of, you know, eating out, entertaining all the time. That's just the way it is. So you have nothing. So I get in my car, I go down the hill, and now I'm going along sunset and stuff, looking for a grocery store that's down the way. I go towards the old Capitol Records way or whatever, looking for groceries, and everything's being boarded up. I mean, everything's being boarded up. I get to one grocery store and I see people frantically going in and out. I think it was a Ralph's. I go into the store. By the time I got into the store, there was nothing. And when I mean nothing, I mean nothing. There was nothing that was considered a food item left. If I wanted to buy Lysol or handy wipes or stuff like that, I could buy all there was. But there was nothing in the store. So I get back in my car and I start going and nothing's open because everybody's boarding everything up, right? I spy this little Asian convenience store. Kind of up top of the hill. I know where it is. I zip in there real quick. Luckily, they're still open. But the only thing that was left in the store that was an edible item were uh, hoo-hoos. Do you remember hoo-hoos, snowballs? We call them hoo-hoos. That's the little chocolate cake that's pink. It's got coconut on it. And it looks like a spiky fur ball of pink. Well, they had snowballs and yoo-hoos. Yoo-hoos were chocolate drinks. That's all there was. I mean, that's all there was. I bought it, went back, and watched the city be locked down for a week because of this, and everything was burning. Now, the reason I tell you that story 
is I gave you a scenario that really only took about an hour for an entire major metropolitan area to devolve into chaos. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, these weren't ding-dongs. I would have rather had ding-dongs. Those are the black ones with the, the filling. No, these were the snowballs. They're chocolate cake, whatever they have on the inside, and pink coconut. Not, not my favorite. But Los Angeles went down in an hour. One hour. Everything gone. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And that was over a verdict of not guilty of what the media said was a crime. It was excessive force, but that was a time in history when most people didn't have video cameras and somebody happened to catch that event on a camera and the news ran with it sensational. LA and all the shops, Wilshire stuff, they just literally burned to the ground. It was all chaos. Well, here we sit today. We know that BLM and Antifa can blow into a town. They're bust into a town and can start raising Cain, trying to make a city devolve. Now, what worries me is even just what, a day or so ago, a Purdue Farms facility caught fire, serious fire. Now, this was a processing plant where they process chicken. Remember what's happened here. I don't know if you've been following along, but our government saying that there was a potential for a new bird flu coming to the United States of America, ordered the destruction of 25 million chickens in the system. This is all the chicken that comes to your grocery store shelves and everything else. And remember, there was an issue to begin with, with COVID. I don't know if you tried to go get any wings during COVID, but wings went through the roof or whatever. But they recently destroyed 25 million birds in system. Now our administration has come out and also said that they are unable or there's a problem with the rail lines and they're not going to be able to ship fertilizer across the United States of America. Now, this, many of you know, this is one of the things that the cabal or people associated with what we now know to a cabal said is going to happen. And it's happening right under our nose. The strange thing is, there have now been, what, 20 major fires out of nowhere at some of our largest food processing plants. One of them is the primary location for beef processing, and it supplies 6% of the beef in the United States of America. These went up in flames. 
Now, what I also find interesting is supposedly there was an issue. I cannot confirm this, but the Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vislack, I'd never really paid attention to him. But evidently, there's been an ongoing investigation of this. And some are saying that Vislack might be at the center of it. So I'm going to dive into this. Let's see if you see what I potentially see. Is this an attack on our food system? Is this an attack to further capitulate us down? Is this an attack? They've been paying farmers to destroy their crops. You're hearing this all across the country. They're paying farmers to destroy their crops, saying because of COVID, they can't take possession. But at the same time, they're saying that if you sell your crops to the public, the United States government will shut you down. How about this? What if the food supply gets so low that the government has to bring food in and distribute it for everybody? But in order to get your shipment of food, you have to prove you're vaccinated. That's what we're going to talk about. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my towels with proprietary technology, which makes them soft and absorbent. Towels that work, what a concept. They're made with USA cotton and come in a variety of awesome colors. My six-piece towel set is regularly $109.99, now just $39.99 with your promo code. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. In all systems, whether it be you're going to do a public company or you're going to be audited by a bank, they ask you and your accounts to look at everything down to the penny. Why don't we do this in our election systems? And it's because the auditing is set up not to find the truth. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. 
They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, let's see if we can connect some dots, shall we, folks? Here's what's going on, is we know that COVID stopped our shipping lines all around the world. That severely hampered the United States of America. You felt a little bit of it when you walked into your grocery store and you started looking at the shelves and things weren't there. Put that in one little box over here. Now, supposedly, there is a tremendous new type of COVID outbreak in China and all the Chinese ports are seriously locked down. Put this over to the other side. Here in the United States, for some reason, you know, we talked about earlier in a show a few months back of how illegals were raiding the train systems. Remember all these uh, trains sitting on the tracks? That uh, illegals and others were breaking into the rail cards and just stealing out all of the merchandise. And not only was our government not doing anything about it, the train systems police, it has its own policing unit for the rail systems, could not keep up with it. Now we hear a few things that are going on that, number one, now the United States of America is having a severe shortage, if not a complete uh, synthetic embargo, on getting fertilizer to farmers. Now we have a unique issue in the United States of America. We got away from crop rotation. In the old days, you plant one type of crop, the next year you plant something totally different, and you keep moving it around for our land to stay fertile and active. Several decades ago, after World War II, we went to a system that we put basically three ingredients in our soil, and we started only growing fixed crops, no rotations. It allowed for production to go up by continuing to pump the chemicals in the ground. If you were to look across uh, Kansas or Indiana, some of these large farming states, the two crops they they grow are corn and soybeans, predominantly. Now, you might think, wait, what in the hell? Corn and soybeans, why is everything, most of our farmland, corn, and soybeans. Well, it goes back to after World War II, we we got into processed foods. You can go back and look at Americans on beaches back in the 30s and 40s, and we weren't obese. Look at us today, we're blown up like gelatinous balloons. Well, all of this time that we've been killing our soy with this and the government pushing it towards corn and soybean, most of the corn production right now being sucked up to go into our fuel, ethanol, it's being put in even though it destroys our engines. Now, all of a sudden, when the farmers have to crop, have to do this crop and plant it right now in spring and do heavy fertilizing, all of a sudden there's not going to be the fertilized needed to produce these crops. Now, let's look at the chain reactions. Most of our processed foods use those corn and soybeans, period. There are tons of them. So the processed foods is where most of it goes. The other two consumers of it are, like I said, fuel and 
beef production. Now let's look at beef production. There has been an all-out assault to now try to move us to synthetic meats grown in the lab. What most people don't know about synthetic meats grown in the lab is they have a tremendous amount of chemicals and byproducts in them, synthetic things, to actually make them uh, produce the flavors and textures they want to create this synthetic meat. Well, what happens to an industry at a time when China is buying up hundreds of thousands of acres or Bill Gates is buying up hundreds of thousands of acres across the United States of America? I heard, I think he has become the number one farm land owner now in the United States, buying them up left and right. So let's just play out this scenario. Number one, if the farmers can't grow their crops and the government's in a crisis and the government the government's not buying the corn and soybean, then we know more farmers are going to go down. Do you agree? Which means more farm land is going to go into repossession mode. Secondly, if they're not putting out the corn production, then it's going to directly affect what? The beef industry. And what are they trying to get rid of? The beef industry. Because they think that cow farts is a real thing destroying the environment. It's cars and cow farts, folks. When you look at this and you see how this is all engineered and moving these parts, I wonder how did all of these things happen at the same exact time? It's just very convenient. There's all this big push for synthetic meat. They got it into the your favorite burger chains and everything else. There's all this push. We have COVID. We have lockdowns. They destroy millions and millions of jobs and millions of millions of businesses. Now we can't get products on a shelf. Shipping's messed up. We have a mail order maladministration. And there are about to be no feed crops this summer. Do you think that's by accident? Do you think that's by accident? There's a pattern, too, of the plants that are processing these foods mysteriously. It's never happened in history before. You do know that uh, during uh, Trump running for president, there was also another mystery. It was churches burning down. You remember that, right? Well, now instead of churches burning down, food processing plants are burning down. Uh, in Idaho, a very large dried milk food processing plant, boom gone. Uh, a food processing plant in San Antonio, that's one of the South Central hubs shipping, gone. The JF beef plant fire, boom, it went in December. Mississippi uh, poultry feed meal, and it's called a uh, feed meal, they uh, had a boiler explosion. Hamilton County poultry processing plant fire went down. The La Comte feed mill fire in Louisiana, the Bonanza Meat Company fire in El Paso, Texas, Shearer food, uh, food Plant fire in Oregon, uh, Mauston, Wisconsin River Meats fire went, the food bank in Maricopa County, Arizona, sounds familiar, right? 50,000 pounds of food destroyed in a fire. The Nestle fire in Arkansas, the Wal Walmart Distribution Center fire, the potato processing plant in, uh, in Maine, 
the Canada clear went close to the border, a share book, Canada processing food fire, the fire grain elevator plant fire. We're talking a big plant right in the middle of cow country in Kansas, gone. Fertilizer plant fires, gone. The Azure Standard fire, gone. Food processing plant fire in Salinas, uh, California, gone. They've destroyed 25 million chickens. Now we've got the Purdue facility went down. Are you starting to see a trend going on? Now let's play out this evil trend. All of these are interconnected. You can't have one without the other. If we can't get fertilizers to the farmers, even though their particular type of agriculture destroys the ground, it's horrible, but if you can't get it to the farmers, then the farmers can't raise their crops and get them out of the ground. Even if they could get them out of the ground, they can't ship them right now. Now we have the government saying, okay, we're going to reimburse you for your crops at your insurance rate, but you must destroy them. And if you resell them, they're in trouble. At the same time, China's buying up foreign land. Bill Gates is buying up foreign land. There's an agenda to push us to soylent green. I'm sorry, did I say that? To push us to meatless burgers. On the midst of the single largest destruction of jobs in U.S. history. Do you see this uh, strange trend that's going on here? Now, all of this is coming to a head. When does this come to a head, folks? Put it together. If the crops are going in the ground right now and they know, and, and our government says they're not going to, be able to ship these fertilizers, right? When does this come to a head and when do we feel it in our system? When will we feel the true cause and effects of this? October. This is the October surprise for the primaries that are going on. When you understand that some of these places, like the meat processing plant I told you about in in Kansas, that's right there, that processing plant alone basically takes 6% of the beef processing out of the chain. Now, I want to tell you something more near and dear to my heart is We've always basically raised our own beef or had people that raised their own beef. It's just the, how, the way I was raised and the way I've run my life. An interesting thing that people do not know is part of the food shortage was caused by COVID because workers couldn't come in and process because the uh, FDA and draconian laws, you have to be vaccinated. If this was three years ago, four years ago, and you wanted to take in your cow to be butchered, you pick up the phone, you call your processing plant, and they'd say, if it was quick, they say, hey, we got a space today, bring it on in. If it was running a little behind, they say, I need you to bring it late next week, two weeks. Right now, that backup almost unanimously across America because of COVID is 18 months. 
even if you had a cow to butcher and you go to your normal processing plants to get it processed for you, they're talking about almost a 16 to 18 month wait minimum. Many places I hear are two years. Now, the question I ask you is, do you think this all, all of this pushing down is a coincidence or is it a plan? How many times has the feed, the planting, the harvesting, the trucking, the processing, and the retailing gone down at one time? What this can lead to potentially in this strange trend, which only started towards the end of 2021, when everybody started pushing back on COVID mandates, magically all of these things started popping up all across the country. We're talking massive fires, not small fires. So the question is, is this a pattern? Now, I cannot confirm the story I'm about to tell you. I just cannot. So take it with a grain of salt. Do not attribute it to me because it's not my story. But I find it interesting if, in fact, this is true. I find it very interesting if this is true and there is a plan going on, okay? And... uh let me just read it to you. you. You tell me what you think. Supposedly, they say there has been white hat military arrest of Biden's secretary of agriculture, Tom Lasick. Am I saying that right? V-I-L-S-A-C-K. Lasak. Look, military arrest. I, I don't know what to say. Put that out there. Q stuff. If you want to call it Q stuff, I'm not a supporter of that. But there's something interesting here. No story broke that said... Um, JAG resources, you know, the military arm, have uh, arrested uh, Secretary of Agriculture Thomas Vasilyak. And he is one that's been saying that these food shortages we're going to have are going to be real, are going to be serious. Now, he's been out on the road saying, well, this is because of Vladimir Putin, right? Who knows? I don't know. As you start looking through all of these food destruction things going on, uh, even just talking about the one in San Antonio, most people, if, if you're a Texan, you know this, HEB is the big retailing grocery giant in the state of Texas. Just so you understand, they're as big as Walmart, right? As big as Walmart, but operated only in one state. That's how big they are. Now, I do not know if any of this is true. I, I discount a lot of this crew Q crap. But supposedly there was some sort of whistleblower that has outed the agriculture fellow. Uh, people are saying that uh, somehow under this, uh, which they're calling an insurrection act, 
uh, I, I think the Biden administration that would be doing it. But they're saying evidently the Secretary of Agriculture has been picked up under this and the JAG drafted a military warrant for his arrest to pick him up on treason. Supposedly he's taken into uh, custody um, on the 26th. He's a former governor of Iowa, by the way. Before that, he was on uh, Obama's original cabinet. Supposedly he was picked up in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. Now, number one, I would typically call total bullshit on this. So I want you to discount it or whatever. If anybody can confirm that, that would be interesting. I don't believe it, but it would be interesting. I think a lot of times this stuff is put out just to cause disruption and give people fake hope. So let's now set that one aside. If they're killing livestock in the name of a new virus, if Fauci's coming out saying there's going to be a more deadly virus, if Gates is coming out and saying there's going to be a more deadly virus than we have, do you think we're headed to hard times? Even though that one story about him being racist is probably fake news, which irritates the hell out of me, it's trash. What's not trash is all of these food plants going up in smoke, all of this shortage of fertilizer. That is not trash. Now, maybe the left planted that story so people sit out there and wait on cue and, yeah, we're getting it. Finally, somebody's going to jail. I'm telling you, if you're sitting on your hands hoping that this is going to get resolved and somebody's going to do it for you, you may have a problem coming up. What I hear is our supermarket shelves are about to get in tough order even more. And I do know the fertilizer story is real, but I just want you to think in terms of timelines. It's spring. It's planting time. It's calving time in the beef industry. If they can't truck fertilizer and the grain producers cannot produce grain, the beef die or the beef are slaughtered, the beef market craters. Could this all be planned? Something in my gut, and I never have thought like this before, something in my gut tells me something's up. You're right. Carla says dog food and cat food now are getting hard to find. It's all part of that cycle. Has our full cycle been interrupted so significant that we're probably about to have a very interesting problem? Could, this is the last point I'm going to bring up to you, if this was all planned, if this was all planned and everything starts colliding September and October, and if there's no food on the shelves and everything goes to hell in a handbasket, is it possible they declare martial law and we don't get to the midterms? I, like you, believe that maybe there's nothing out of bounds anymore. I do not know. I do not know. 
But I do know that there's a lot of scapegoating going on, and I do know these shortages are real. So I want you to think about it. I want you to think about you're going to have to start preparing to buy local, support local, and be able to take care of yourself locally. But the one thing we can guarantee is we're probably not going to get the truth, and we now live in a time where we absolutely have a ministry of truth trying to control this. They don't want the message out. And if that's not 1984, if that's not Orwellian, I don't know what is. Have a great day. I'll see you this evening. Bye-bye. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my towels with proprietary technology, which makes them soft and absorbent. Towels that work, what a concept. They're made with USA cotton and come in a variety of awesome colors. My six-piece towel set is regularly $109.99, now just $39.99 with your promo code. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. The coconut nut is a giant nut. If you eat too much, you get very fat. Now, the coconut nut is a big, big nut. But this delicious nut is not a nut. It's the cocoa fruit. It's the cocoa fruit. Of the cocoa tree. Of the cocoa tree. From the cocoa palm family. I did eat ya. 
but every touch is all It's true. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong and they have little pieces and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question and I, I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. Can we meet? I've been working with Greg Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. What you're about to see is disturbing. So this is uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at 1 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> On one night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I call it the Mexican Mafia, seriously, because uh, they, they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. Now we come to the most important question of all. Was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy. 2,000 mules in select theaters, May 2nd and 4th. Virtual premiere, May 7th. Stream May 8th at Salem Now or Locals. But you know what? If we lost the election, we know when we lose. If I lost the election, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Seriously. 
The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get up! Routers. Come on, Kelly, we can get those routers. Those routers. Wow. If you got those routers, what that will show. And they don't want to give up the routers. They are fighting like hell. Why are these commissioners fighting not to give the routers? How simple could it be? That will tell the truth. And they don't want to give up the routers. What are they trying to hide? And I say it, and I'll say it, because the easiest way of cheating is to throw them away. That's easier. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. It's so unfair. It's so unfair. It's so ridiculous. I, I'll be honest, though. Look, we all like to win. If I lost this election, I could handle it pretty easily. What? When in 24, sir, you're gonna win. And I say, wait a minute, I just won six months ago. The big lie, they call it. Those trends are unproven. And knowing what happened in the election is a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get if you think about cancel, everything about cancel culture, they want cancel culture. But what they don't want to do is anything having to do with the 2020 election. We have no press. We have no voice. They almost got away with it. They may have gotten away with it. And I've got to tell you, I've got to say this. I've never said it before, but I've always thought it. I get along with Putin because that's a good thing, not a bad thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we got to get those routers, please. Get The coconut nut is a giant nut If you eat too much, you get very fat Now, the coconut nut is a big, big nut But this delicious nut is not a nut It's the cocoa fruit It's the cocoa fruit Of the cocoa tree Of the cocoa tree From the cocoa palm family